With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Listening to Battle Red Radio. My name is Matt Weston. Tonight, I'm joined by uh, a cloudy day in the month of May. My good friend Taylor. How are you doing tonight, man? Am I the, like the clear part of that cloudy day? No, like May or? is really clear, and then you're the cloudy day in May. I don't want to be cloudy though. So you I, are. No, I feel like I'm the bright spot of that day. The bright I'm spot of February. Like, you know, whenever it rains really hard and the sun comes out, I'm the sun. Good. <laughs> well, I'm I'm glad you feel that way. Thank you. Thank I read you. a very important article today. It said, "Oh yeah." Whenever you think something bad about yourself, think of two good things instead. And so that's uh that's what you just did right there. Oh, you, yeah? need, you need to think of one more good thing though. I think the other good thing would be, you know what? Where did you read this? You know when you turn on Firefox and it's like three recommended articles. That's what popped up. That's said, what oh. I recommended. <laughs> what have you been looking at? It's, that seems like a lot of yoga hippie stuff. Are you looking up like hippie articles? No, like it's a little bit of everything. Like they have stuff from The Ringer there. They have stuff from ESPN. They have stuff from like Medium. It's a, you know, 10 books you have to read and stuff like that. I feel like you're not having 10 books you have to read. I feel like it's saying 10 things you have to do something else of, if you know what I'm saying. No, not you're saying at all. Whatever. Either way, Matt, I'm happy to be here tonight. I'm glad that I got to take a nap earlier today. I got to watch Bohemian Rhapsody last night as well. Bad. By the way, it's really good. Yeah, I'm never going to watch it. Why not? How do you... Okay, by the way, Queen has good music, and you've listened to their music, and you I don't listen all, to Queen. What are you talking I know about? Two, I know two Queen songs. Matt, you we know... We will rock wait, that's you. That's what I was going to say. You know and we And we're will. the champions. Wait, come on, man. You... Come on. Well, I mean, with all the Brian Singer stuff, you know, you have to have some morals. Some wow, ideals. there it is. Yeah, Shots fired. I'm not watching it. Come on, man. X-Men franchise, the greatest did franchise. Did he make the second one? Yeah, I think he did. Ooh. Uh, yeah, now that that, is that, that conflicting? That's it con- is conflicting. Yeah. I'm woke. X2, so. man. Wait, okay. Did you really just <laughs> yeah, say I'm woke. What, is, what does that even mean? Uh, it means I've... I've <laughs> <laughs> like, I've always wondered that. I know stuff. That... That's not me. Yeah. Okay, so what is it? Stay woke. I don't know. Stay on your heels. Stay on your toes. Stay on your toes, huh? Yeah. God. I, I don't know. But uh, for tonight's show, we're, what we're going to do is we're going to discuss the four most intriguing teams for this offseason. I got two teams. You have two teams. Originally, we're going to do six, but then we'd be here for at least an hour and a half. And we don't want to do that. We're going to do a nice even four teams. And we already talked about Houston last week, so... If you are wanting some Houston Texans stuff, hit the subscribe button. Uh, listen to the very end of this episode or just wait until next week and we'll have some more Texans stuff. But, uh, yeah, we're going to go over the four most intriguing teams tonight. You know why there's no Texans? It's because uh, Matt is the worst fan. 
I'm a good fan. Uh, so because there's no Texans information, it's because you did not want to talk about the Texans. Well, we talked about them two weeks ago. Oh yeah, two yeah. weeks ago, huh? I bet well, no, we talked about we talked about them last week, and the week before that, and the week before that, and the week before that. I bet. Before that. You know what, man? I just worst fan. Okay. You just you just don't understand. You just don't care about your team. What if I got a Texans tattoo? Would that make it mean like I care? Actually, yeah. What but if I, I got Super go Bowl chance champs fifty four? If I got that <laughs> tattoo tomorrow. By the way, I would love it. Only because you would never do something like that. And if you were to get a tattoo of anything yeah, be, and it was the Texans, I would love it. I would I would die. I want to be there. Weren't you there for my tattoo? Uh, one of them. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I, yeah, a Texans tattoo would be terrible. I'm going to get a tattoo one day, though. Why would a Texans tattoo be terrible? It's an awful nickname. It's an awful logo. It's an awful team name. Wow. Like, this is, you're just out of hand. How do people even listen to this? As a Cowboys fan, I would never say that about my team. The logo's wonderful. The fans are great. The team is great. <laughs> the owner's great. You know, everything is wonderful. I'm glad. I'm glad. God, I really do hate my team this week. I'm not going to lie to you. Yeah, it's it, it has really been a bad news week. Yeah, there's some big news today also. God, we'll get, we'll no, get to it all. It's not big news. Don't even. <laughs> I'm, I'm, so, I'm so angry about it. You have no idea. We, you know what? We'll get to it. You forgot to ask me what tattoo I would get. Okay. Okay. What tattoo would you get and where would it be? Well, that's, that's the second part's the problem. I'm only get a heart tattoo, but it'd be a cactus instead. Wait. But I don't know where I would get it. Wait, wait. You just said you would get a heart <laughs> tattoo, but it would be a cactus instead. Yeah, yeah. So what you're saying is you would just get a cactus. But it'd be in the shape of a heart. And I don't know where I would put it, though. Okay, so the heart is going to be prickly like a cactus. Yeah, maybe like a little yellow flower on it, too. Why, why is it going to be a cactus heart? Well, I mean, I like the desert. I like hearts, you know. <laughs> hearts and desert, huh? Yeah. Matt, I, you know, okay. All I'm, right. also, you know I'm also a 17-year-old girl. You forget about that part. <laughs> why wouldn't, okay, why wouldn't you put that over your chest in the heart area? Because you already have a heart there. Okay, all right. You know what? I don't even know what I'm supposed to do. <laughs> that, that that was a touching moment, maybe, or I don't. I just or think it was I, weird. I think I think I there's think. a heart there. I haven't felt in a while, so oh my. Maybe uh, I should get a tattoo there to mm, remind me. There's something still beating. This is what this podcast is going to be turning into, Matt. Let's talk about your feelings. Uh, so let me. Th- all right, two positive things. Uh, I'm very tall. Uh, I have brown hair. There we go. That's two positive things. Very tall and has brown. By the way, actually, most people would think that brown hair is not that great. I like having brown hair. Yeah, but it's not even that good. I think you're going bald. You're going more bald. No, than I I thought I was like three years ago, but it turns out I was just losing my mind. Oh God, yeah. I'm so I'm, I'm going good. Home. I'm, I'm going doing good. <laughs> I'm, going I'm doing good. All right. So uh, for for the show tonight, the first team we're going to talk about is my first pick, and that is the Indianapolis Colts. Oh, my God. So, Here we go. Yeah, by the way, uh, I'm pretty sure every single time I've been on this show, there's been a lot of Colts conversation. I feel like you are also switching teams as you being the worst fan. You're more of a Colts fan. Are you going to be complimenting Andrew Luck this entire time? I won't be doing that. Like, the thing about the Colts is they're my least favorite team in the league. Like, I hate their colors. I hate their franchise. What? I hate their fans. Like They're the most, like, sour cream, mayonnaise Two uh, percent milk franchise in football. Their jerseys are boring, like the you know the plain white and the blue. I hate their stadium. 
I hate I hate Peyton Manning so much. He's the um I hate Peyton Manning so much. But I like a lot of players in the Colts though. This is the most ridiculous. Okay, that was the most hurtful thing I've ever heard you talk about any other team. And yet you're going to, I'm most likely assuming, compliment them for next season. And again, that was the most hated thing I've ever heard. There was not one positive. And you hate Peyton Manning? What for? Uh, I spent, what, so 2002 to, what, 2010? Every year he'd just beat Houston twice a year. I think they beat him twice. In twelve years, uh, they, went, they went twenty-two. They went like twenty. He went like twenty-two and two against Houston. Yeah, but the Houston Texans like killed a man in car. Like you guys, honestly, killed a man. Yeah, but that was like twelve years. ago. He deserved the Super Bowl that he won with the New York Giants. You got to give him credit for that. I guess so. I don't know. He has a ring. He That's fine. Ring. That's fine. Uh, but they, I, there are a lot of players I like on the Colts. I really like Andrew Luck. I really like T. Y. Hilton. I really like Jabal Sheard. I really like Kenny Moore. I really like Darius Leonard. I really like Anthony Walker. I really like um, I like, I like Braden Smith a whole lot. I like Naheem Hines. Like there I like their players, and I also really like how they rebuilt their entire team in two years. I think Chris Ballard's done one of the best rebuilding jobs any general manager has done uh, that I've ever seen. I mean, like he it's not that I think, but he has done. One of the best jobs I've ever seen. You know what? Maybe one of the best jobs of all time. Who knows? I don't. I don't know that much about football going back to the glory days of the nineteen sixties or whatever. But yeah, like I hate the team. I hate the franchise. I hate the city. I hate everything about the Colts except for the players on it. Didn't they win like an award recently? That was for best draft of two thousand and eighteen. I would think so. They drafted uh, two All Pros. Their first two picks. Yeah. Okay. Well, it's some writers' award. Weren't you at like some ceremony? I'm sure you had the vote. Yeah, I got I'm, to vote. Yeah, I got to vote. <laughs> so I'm sure you were well aware. And uh, the ceremony was me eating a milkshake in the parking lot. How do you eat a milkshake? With a spoon <laughs> in the parking lot. <laughs> yeah, they're having the ceremony and sides in the parking lot e- eating a milkshake. That you know what? I'm extremely jealous of that. Only because. I've never eaten a milkshake in a parking lot. Did you do it on the hood of your car? No, nah, front seat. Oh, God. Amateur hour. Front seat, seat down. Uh, no, black, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Listen, <laughs> listen to Smithley. So the reason why the Colts are so intriguing is that, well, they went from 4-12 and 12 and 10-6 and six in one season. Um, they did play the easiest schedule in football last year. They yep. only won about half game more than they expected, but they have – a first-round pick, two second-round picks after the trade of the New York Jets last year. They have all their other picks. And most importantly, they have $107 million in cap space. And that's the most cap space of any team this offseason. The free agents that they have this year are Ryan Grant, Al Minitari, who they already resigned, And his beard is the worst thing ever. It reminds me of that lunch lady in high school that had the stubble. That's Al Minitari's beard. And it, it's just so prickly. It just makes me feel really just... Like turns my stomach. Wasn't she your first kiss? Shh. <laughs> right. Sandra was gentle. That's why she was kind. She's wild. And gentle. She's wild like cactus so much. Oh, uh, Matt Slauson, he retired. Marcus Hunt, he was way too good for. He's way better than he should have ever been. Like the first five weeks of the year, kind of tailed off. Al Woods, Pierre Desaire, Mark Wojnicki, who they already resigned as their right guard. Uh, he, he has a spectacular neck beard, by the way. Three years, sixteen point two million. Dontrell Inman and Clayton Gathers. So like they went they went from four and twelve to ten and six. They're gonna play a tougher schedule next year. 
But Andrew Luck is healthy. They have a lot of talent. They have a lot of players on uh, cost-friendly deals. And they have $107 million to get better. And so like the Colts may never lose another team. They may never lose another game again. Like I think they're the scariest team like heading into the upcoming season based on everything they have available to them with the sec- two second-round picks and the $107 million. Do you think they're going to go after anybody in particular? I Their dream is that either uh, Grady Jarrett, Jadavion Clowney, Demarcus Lawrence, or D. Ford uh, don't get franchise tagged. Like, that's their dream. Like, that's what they're praying for right now. And they'll just go after like one of them, or you think yeah. they'll go after two? Or Frank Clark, if Frank Clark doesn't get tagged. Like, that's what they want. They want one of those five guys to hit free agency. And if they get the opportunity, they're just going to be like, yeah, we'll give them. Well, they, the only, I say this, but... Chris Ballard's like super smart about money. Like he doesn't just like give out atrocious deals. He hasn't made he hasn't made one bad move. I don't think since he's been there. And so like him giving out like a twenty million dollar year contract isn't something that I don't think he would do. But if like Jadavion Clowney's there and he doesn't get tagged, yeah, I think that's something that he would do. So you think like that they would even touch anything on offense? Because I know obviously they're not interested in Bell or Antonio Brown. Do you even think they'll touch the offensive side at all? Is Jack Doyle returning? Yeah, he's in, he's still under contract. He'll be there next year. I, I know he was out for a lot of last year, and they do need a second wide receiver. So like, I think they'll re-sign Dontrell Inman. He got he became really good. He got real good. He, he got became, real good <laughs> at that time. Yeah, he got real pretty all nowhere. But he yeah he became really good towards in the, the year, like the last five weeks. He was spectacular, especially against the Houston Texans. And they you know they need a second wide receiver, so Tyrell Williams will be available. Uh, it's not a really great free agency class at the wide receiver position right now. Guys are going to get cut. It's going to change. They also have two second-round picks. Uh, with their first-round pick, they may take a wide receiver as well, too, there. So they have options available to them. But, yeah, like if they, this would be a great spot for Antonio Brown if the Steelers are willing to trade within their own division because they could get two second-round picks, maybe a first-round pick next year. The Colts do have the cap space available, too. Uh, so, like, if the Steelers weren't petty – this would probably be like the best offer they could get for Antonio Brown, probably from Indianapolis. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that Indy's probably not going to go for anything Antonio Brown, only because kind of like what you said, they have so much cap space that I feel like that they're going to just can take control of the situation and they can just go after whoever's going to be available at that time and they're not going to have to give away picks because they have the money to be able to spend. Yeah. I mean, I just because, again, just, the Antonio just thing just doesn't... There's just a lot available. I don't see the Le'Veon Bell thing as being realistic no. for them because they have a great offensive line. You don't yeah. need a great running back. Well, and also their running back was just fine last year Yeah, Marlon well. Mack was good. Yeah. I'll, oh, trust me. I know. You want to hear, hear a good Marlon Mack story? Oh, you got so one. So week 17, 2017. Oh, God. The Houston Texans are, uh, I think, four, three and... Three and twelve. No, they're uh, man. I'm really dumb. They're three and eleven. The Colts are three and eleven. Whoever, no, I don't know. Oh my they're god. They're both four and eleven. <laughs> and whoever wins this game is in last place in the AFC South. Marlon Mack stiff armed Jadavion Clowney, just like <laughs> completely took him to the ground. The stiff arm, like okay, yeah, this guy is gonna be good. You know, like this is talent right here. Isn't that what you want to see? I mean. If yeah, like when the, you see something like that from Mercury, like, yeah, this guy's going to play for a long time. But that's why the Le'Veon thing would obviously be out. And then the Antonio thing, I don't know. I feel like kind of like what you said with Inman and T.Y., they don't need to really go out and have Antonio. Because once you have Antonio, too, do you really think that he's going to be a locker room presence that people are going to be able to enjoy? And especially when it comes to the Colts, they feel like that they really did come together as a team. I feel like even though they went into the playoffs, I was kind of picking them to win. It's just... 
They didn't look that they good. They played an awful game. Yeah, they just, they just didn't look that good. But I also kind of blame the cold weather and maybe the Andrew Luck shoulder. Yeah. I feel like the weather maybe have to do with it. Yeah. I don't know, man. I was going to make a conspiracy theory noise, but I don't I don't know. None came to mind. What? What's the Unsolved Mysteries theme song? Hit that. Man. Yo, DJ, hit that. Play that back, DJ. <laughs> yeah. Who's Who's the DJ? I uh, guess I am. Yeah, I feel like that. You can look it up on YouTube. Yeah, maybe. I don't even know. Do, 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 do. Uh, so that's the Twilight Zone. I don't even, yeah. Damn. The only one that comes to mind is pretty much like, are you afraid of the dark theme song? Whenever oh, you man. put something that creepy. That swing with the blue. Yeah. yeah. Hell yeah, are dude. Are you afraid of the dark? <laughs> Ooh, and then I, the lighter uh, at the very end. Yeah, I watched too much of that like freshman year of college. It's because you had to like, well, wait, what do you mean freshman year of college? They're the show all, is canceled. They're all on YouTube. Oh, so you watched it on <laughs> yeah. YouTube? Wait, you guys didn't have a TV, right? Yeah, TV. Okay, well then what were you doing on YouTube? On the computer. Okay, but wait, if you had a TV, why are you watching Are You Afraid of the Dark on YouTube? That means this that you, a long time you made an effort yes, to yes, actually yes. watch yeah. Are You Afraid of the Dark. Okay, so what's your favorite episode? Uh, the one that scared me the most is like the weird comic book guy. What's the weird comic book guy? He was what like, are you saying right now? I'll, have to sh- I'll send it to you. It's hard to describe. The one that I really remember is like the Sandman. I think that it was like coming through the wall or something. I No, I think that was the clown with the cigar smoke. It could have been. Either oh, way. and, the, and the, the other one was the pool thing. That weird pool creature that like drowned in the pool. It was all red from the chlorine. Oh, my God. That's oh <laughs> so weird. Yeah, it's very weird. Oh, children's shows on Nickelodeon, baby. Yeah. So, and also, like, the Colts, so their pass rush last year, they're 29th in just a sack rate. They only had 38 sacks. They're 25th in pressure rate. And, like, Jabal Sheard's really good. Uh, Leonard's a really good blitzer, but they need, like, pass rush ability. And, like, even if the you know, the top five guys all get resigned by the respective teams, Zadarius Smith will be available probably. Brandon Graham could be available. Uh, Barrett, uh Shaq Barrett from Denver could be available. Nabucco Sue could go here. There's Sheldon Richardson. There's Muhammad Wilkerson. You know, there's there's a lot of good interior pass rushers. There's a lot of pass rushing uh, that they could be able to pick up as well for this team. So I, if they don't get one of the top guys, and also I could see them sign like three of these guys for you know eight million here. Like I could even see Terrell Suggs going here and being like a third down uh, relief pitching pass rusher as well too. Good lord! Oh, wait, I think I actually read something. Where do you think like Houston, like Justin Houston, would be like a guy that they would go after? I, the price is right. I think they did like a one year, like nine million dollar deal. They could sign Justin Houston. I feel like they, they could sign anybody they want to sign. Yeah, yeah, and like that's kind of what I'm thinking as well. Now that you're saying that, it's like you have all these See, this guys. Is intriguing. Yeah. yeah, and it's only because with all those defensive guys, you could really pay them one year contracts. Just build up your line, kind of like what the Rams did, yeah. and just say, we're going all out this year just to try to and go just, to the Super Bowl. just don't trade the draft picks. Exactly. And then you would still be able to have those picks to reserve because you have so much cap space, Matt. All right. I can see why. But the problem is, though, as a Texas fan, wouldn't this make you worry? Oh, yeah. I am worried. I don't yeah. think I'm going to lose a game again. Like, oh, my God. And you think, wait, so with y'all schedule next year and with the Colts schedule, it, since it's going to be the same. The only thing different is that the Colts are going to play the, I guess the Bills are second. No, no. What? I guess the Jets. No, the Dolphins are second. So they're going to, so the Texans have to play the Patriots and then the Colts get to play the the Dolphins and the Texans have to play the Ravens and the Colts have to play the Steelers. And that's the only difference between their two schedules. I feel like the the Texans got the worst end of that stick. So they get for win the division. Oh, God. Stupid. Yeah. Stop being so good sometimes. 
Yeah, they're very good at football. Um, <laughs> the other guy I think could be interesting here too is Landon Collins at safety. Clayton Gathers was their strong safety last year. He's whatever. He's not that good in coverage. He's a good tackler. But like Landon Collins, who knows if he's going to resign New York. Uh, but that'd be another option for him too. But like with the Colts, they can get anybody they want to get. Whoever it is they want, they can get. And then like I really think the key for them this offseason though is that one of those top five pass rushers doesn't get tagged. I'm like, okay. <laughs> let's let's play hard. let's play money. Let's put some money on the table. Let's see where he wants to go. Don't even look at Demarcus Lawrence. It's just not gonna happen at this point. I mean, if they don't tag him, who knows? It's just not it's I would, not actually, tag him. I would actually really like that. They're not gonna do that, so it doesn't even matter. I don't know. I don't know. All right, so we're going to take a quick break, and when we come right back, we'll talk about uh, your Dallas Cowboys. Can't wait. And we're back, and make sure to hit that subscribe button since I know that you're still here and uh, you're daydreaming about us right now. So for the Dallas Cowboys, the big news today, probably the biggest news of the entire NFL calendar. I can't think of anything bigger. Jason Witten has decided to step down from the booth uh, just like Abraham Lincoln should have done. And he is heading back onto oh, the football my field. Oh, God. Were you waiting to do that? You no, were, I, like, waiting to do that. I, know I just you thought of it. You know. Just know. thought of it. You have it written down. I see your paper. That's improv, baby. That's improv. That's what I learned in the in the big city, you know. And he is going to be playing football for the Dallas Cowboys again. So how excited are you to have a, a Hall of Famer back on your team? I want to kill myself. <laughs> All right, plain and simple. All right. Everyone seems to be happy about this. Oh, look, Dallas Cowboy fans rejoice. Now they have Jason Wynn back on the team. He stepped down. He's ready to play. He comes out. That urge, man. I just felt that urge. I just wanted to get back out there. I just couldn't contain myself being up there. Jason, Jason, you're so old. <laughs> like, why? How old is why? he? I think he's 38. That's pretty old. I think he's 38 now. Because I'm pretty sure he retired at 37. Well, is he thir- maybe he's 38 going on 13. Dude, oh my God, this is ridiculous. Only because $3.5 million, I get why they did it. It's just, I feel like now they're not going to try to go for a tight end. They're not going to draft anybody. They're not going to try to work one of those other guys up. I mean, come on, Rico Gathers, he was horrible, but still. Yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> do you feel bad for Rico Gathers? Do you feel bad for Jeff Swain? Maybe Sway more than Gathers for sure, because he was not doing anything. What about anything. Uh, uh, Jeff Hanna? No. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, that's the whole thing. We didn't really have anybody. But Sway, I, he, he was he was doing well. But I just don't like this. It's just something I don't care for. I think maybe it's hopefully just going to be used as a safety blanket. But I, the route running and all that, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I got nothing when it comes to yeah. this. I'll be honest with you. I mean, there weren't a bunch. Of, there weren't very many free agency options that tied in. Uh, maybe Cameron Bray, if he gets released in Tampa, and they decide to only keep OJ Howard because the Bucks only have like three million dollars in cap space. Austin Safarian Jenkins is there, and he was playing really well in Jacksonville until he got knocked out for the year. Uh, there's also, I think a lot. There's supposed to be a good tight end draft class, but I have not watched one college football game. And also, Jeff Howardman's a free agent. And he did nothing his entire career, and they played Houston. He had, like, 12 catches for 120 yards in that game. And so he's available as well, too. But, but there's not a lot of free agent options that all tied in. But what does it do to a guy who where he's just sitting out in a booth and he's just doing Monday Night Football, and that's his job for the entire year? What does that do to a guy who's been playing in the NFL and now he just sat out? Oh, I'm just going to come back and now take these hits once again. My body is older. I've probably been eating crap food. I've probably been having working out the way I should have. 
I, I just don't get this. And yeah. well, now, I mean, at least he has four months to work out. Yeah. To be ready to play football again. Yeah, four months, huh? Yeah. Four months as a 38. By the way, you're going to have to look it up. You have to fact check me on that for his age. I think he's 36 years old. You're close. Ooh, I was a little close on that. Oh, my God. I just. So, wait, he's 36. He will be going on 37 in that case. Yeah. I just. I don't think he's going to be able to hold up. I just don't see how it's going to work with a guy that's just been hanging out in the booth, not doing a damn thing. I. Do you know where he's from? What city he's from? What city is he from? Elizabethtown, Tennessee. P- please tell me you've seen that movie. I have not. I'm trying to think. Was like Kirsten like Dunst. You don't in it? have to lie. It's no, okay. No, I would tell you. We're all friends here. Okay, you're gonna have to fact check me on this as well. It has to be Drew Barrymore or Kirsten Dunst. It's, in this it's Kirsten Dunst. Yeah. Okay. See, I know what it is. Yeah. I just don't think I've ever seen it. I don't I just, believe you. We're all no, friends here. You can admit to it. No, I would admit to it. You know, I would admit to it only because this is what I do for a living. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I don't know. It's weird. I think I think he might have been about to get fired from ESPN, and then he was like, oh, I'm playing football. By the way, that was my theory as well, but whenever I read the article, I was hoping that it was going to be as him coming back to the team as a coach, but not as an actual player. Yeah. Whenever I read that it was a player, I go, well, that doesn't even work, but it's because he was so terrible in the booth. Yeah, they want to get somebody else. I think they else. were trying to get rid of him, even though I think McFarland's even worse than Wooden is. They were just bad all around, and I don't even know what they're going to do because you just can't replace the Mike Tarico and Jeff Gruden combo. You just can't do it. Yeah. Uh, I didn't watch when I football, so I don't have an opinion, really. But oh I watched. God. I watched that Texans-Colts playoff game, and Booker McFarland actually said, yeah, you know, J.J. Watt's a great player, but he has to stop batting passes. He needs to get to the quarterback. I'm like, this is probably, like, the most galaxy brain, <laughs> just dumb take I've ever heard in my entire life. Yeah, but that's what you want to hear, right? I yeah. mean, that's quality That's quality analysis. I think mean, it's one of those things where just because you know how to play football doesn't mean you know the big picture of football, you know? I feel like I could be one of those analysts up in the booth, just be repeating like yeah, Chris Collinsworth. Oh, look, they just picked off the pass and ran for a touchdown. Do you see this guy? He's a quality player. I've been looking at him all <laughs> week. I'm just going to pull a Chris Collinsworth. I'm just going to call what I've seen. Everybody yeah, else yeah. just watch. Well, I, mean, I, I guess I mean, happen. like anybody can go in the booth and do it, but I don't know if you, you know, we'd be good at it or not. I think the only one who is good at it is Tony Romo. And he only has. Another. I do like Chris. Though. I like Chris because no, he's so stop sly. It. I'm fine with Chris. Stop. That's the most ridiculous thing. He's not sly at all. He just calls whatever he sees. I'm oh, fine. I'm fine they with just Chris. scored a touchdown. It was from Kareem Hunt. Yeah, we just saw it. Oh, look, they just scored a touchdown. Um, Tom Brady just threw it. Tom Brady's the greatest. Look I'm, at this throw. You're not, you're not giving the, enough credit. Um, Mike's pre- Mike oh, and Al what? are pretty good. Al and Mike, Al and Chris are pretty good. I'm, I'm so done right, with you. So, so the Dallas Cowboys. They don't have their first-round pick because they're going to be watching Mari Cooper highlights. They have the 58th, 91st, 129th. They have two fourth-round picks at 129 and 137. And they don't have a sixth-round pick. But they do have $49 million in cap space. Their free agents are Demarcus Lawrence, Tavon Austin. Ooh, oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> you can't get out of here. Can't let that go. Cole Beasley. Have my baby, Cole Beasley. And then David Irving and Cameron Fleming, their swing tackle. They could potentially cut Alan Hearns and say five million, which they may do if Cole Beasley resigns. And they could also cut Sean Lee for seven million, which they should do, but they're never going to. They're do not it. going to cut him, <laughs> and I'm, uh, that's also ridiculous. That's the problem because once again, Sean Lee will be on the team. He'll be playing, and, and 
again, I feel like he takes away from Vander Esch and Jalen Smith by being out on the field. Sure, he's smart at calling plays, but it, whenever he was off, they seem to have been playing better. And now he's he's never going to go away. I was hoping he was going to be a linebacker coach, hoping Witt would be the tight end coach. But no, I'm just stuck with these guys. Yeah, it's all about loyalty when it comes to Jerry. I just it's ridiculous. He just can't let his boys go. Two thousand two thousand ten was a long time ago. It's so long ago, <laughs> and he just doesn't. He never will forget, and he just wants to win with the players that he's always had. Same thing if Romo were to been like, hey, Jerry, I can be the backup. Romo, come on down. <laughs> if you couldn't wait, he'd be licking his lips. Oh, he's, he's you know, he licks his lips all the time thinking about Tony. Oh, yeah, he does. Um, Who doesn't, though? Mm, I do like his hair. What? He has good hair. That's what you go with? You know, Chris was like, you know, you kind of have a Tony Romo vibe sometimes when he told me last time. I was like, you know what, Chris? That's the nicest thing anybody's ever told <laughs> that me. That actually is really sweet. So I look in the mirror, so I'm just like, yeah, it's Tony Romo right there. God, you might be <laughs> sick. Uh, so, all right, let's play a game. I don't uh, like games. Kill, kill, marry, passionately wrestle. Ezekiel Elliott, Amari Cooper, Dak Prescott, all three players are going to be free agents in 2020. Yeah, what are you saying right now? Oh, are you saying that I have to choose between the three? Yeah, kill, marry, Passionately wrestle is the game here. Nobody's gonna really like what I say though. Yeah, we're gonna, we're gonna right. enjoy it. All right, so my whole thing is I'm marrying Dak. I'm probably you know what? I'm gonna marry Dak. I'm gonna passionately love Zeke, and then I'm going to kill Cooper. Okay. That's what I'm gonna do. What would you do? Because by the way, I was actually thinking about switching the Cooper and Zeke. Either way, I'm marrying I'm marrying Dak. Well, you have another year. And so I would say it would depend, it would depend on year. how healthy. Well, so Leal Collins is also a free agent that year, too. It really depends on how good your offensive line is. If the offensive line is still like a top 10 offensive line, I would keep Cooper and Prescott because you can always find running backs, you know. That's the other thing. And that's why I was like, I was thinking about putting Zeke down, but I would also want to give him another year. He's or two also, so, he's only 23, too. And that's the weird I, thing about him. He's just, he, sometimes he's fat boy, man. Yeah. He just, I don't understand what he does because sometimes he just runs out of gas too soon. But he also can break through the line. It's just when it came to the playoffs, it was really disappointing. When it came to watching him against the Rams, they just stopped him. Yeah. And he couldn't do anything. And it was pretty much if they would have gone more to Dak and forced him to throw the ball more because that coverage was so terrible. Yeah. We probably would have won the game, but they kept trying to feed Zeke and it's it just okay. wouldn't work. No, it's not okay. okay. <laughs> just like, no, it's not okay. It's okay. God, I'm so angry about this. Fat boy CJ Anderson. God. <laughs> yeah, if you wanted to win, don't give up 5.7 yards to carry. Stop talking to me. They were uh, holding the entire time, as you can what, see. How do you think this Demarcus Lawrence situation plays out? Do you think they franchise tag him again? Do you think they pay him the big bucks? Do you think they franchise tag him and then re- extend him so they make sure he can't go anywhere? How do you think this whole thing plays out? I don't think very well for me. Only because I don't want to pay him. I'll be yeah. honest with you, I really don't because everybody else's contract, just like you stated, is going to be coming up the next year and the year after. We have too many defensive guys that are going to be wanting money. I don't want to pay him Aaron Donald money. I don't want to pay him top dollar money. But the problem is my other defensive ends are just drug addicts. So they just <laughs> they, they smoke too much weed. Yeah, we need that, and st- they just, we need that st- Stephen A. Smith clip. Stay off the weed. Yeah, like that's all this is. And Randy Gregory. He was good last year, too. Like, uh, it just it blows my mind when it comes to Randy Gregory. What's up Gregory. with Taco? 
<laughs> One more tacos. <laughs> now everybody gets free tacos when he gets a sack. He's never on the field. Yeah. Oh, God. I just, I don't know. And Taco's a first-round pick as well, and he just has not been what he should have been. I I don't get it. Either way, Taco's gone. I, I need Taco to go away because well, there's no gonna, more. you gone for two more years. That's great. But either way, there's no more tacos coming out of him. Yeah. It's just... cool that little sprinkles lettuce on the taco. <laughs> <laughs> I love that so much. But also, Marcus Lawrence has everything now. Only because he has so much leverage when it comes to the negotiation. He's one of the five best edge defenders in the league. And Randy Gregory and now David Irving. They're just going to be off the team. Because Randy Gregory, he's gone yeah. the entire year. And definitely. And then David Irving, he's going to be released to free agency. Because, no, we're not going to do that. Yeah, so and, and so Irving, now what are we stuck with? And Irving seems like the type of guy that uh, that he gets coached up, you know? Like, it seems like da- like Dallas can create, like, five other David Irvings. Maybe. But, I mean, he at least played with a lot of, like, passion. Oh, he was a passionate guy. <laughs> <laughs> he just he, he was, a, like, a great player to watch because he cared out on the field. You could tell. It was just fun stuff. But now we're we're just stuck. We are stuck in a situation where we are going to have to pay DeMarcus Lawrence the big bucks. Man, I was I was hoping he would take like fifteen million a year. Like that's my dream scenario. If it, if it's above it, I'm gonna. It's like maybe like eighteen. Like you're going to have to pay him like JJ Watt's contract. Like, no, that's yeah. so that's what I'm saying. That's exactly what I'm talking about. I want nothing to do well, with if that. If you don't do it, the Colts will. Good. All no, right. I can't say good. I can't <laughs> say good. I need him. I need him at this point. Yeah, you have to have him. It's just that's why you saying that we have cap space means nothing because Dak is now going to get his money. Well, you still have another year on that. They're, they're not going to gonna wait. You're out of you here. Have to Damn wait. Mind. They have to wait. I want you to tell Jerry Jones to wait. If tell he, Jerry, hey, Jerry, don't sign the quarterback. That'd be the worst decision they can make would be paying Dak Prescott. Do you want right to put now. a bet on it? Uh, I bet you uh, tacos. <laughs> Okay, right. well, wait. Are you going to make the tacos? No, I'm not going to make the tacos. I need you to make the tacos. I mean, I can, but they're going to be like just beans. Oh, God. <laughs> beans and nuts. Black, the tacos. Beans. <laughs> Black beans, beets, and uh, pine nuts. God, all right. That no. may actually be pretty that's good. That's not good. <laughs> not, that's not good at all. You know what? We're not making that's tacos anymore. That's my dream anymore. meal. We're like cassava flour tortillas. Okay, if you're okay, if you're Dallas in this situation then, because you haven't said, would you sign them? And what would yeah, you, I would have to. See, you're stuck. You give him like five years, like 120 million. Stop, like <laughs> stop. You I, have to. I want nothing. Stop, like I I can't do that. Yeah, you have to. No, I can't, dude. You're you're saying 25 million a year. You're you're saying 24 mil. Stop. Yeah, man. I mean, you kind of have to. And I would also front load some of it this year, so you don't have to pay him as much next year. So like, he would have a cap of like thirty five million dollars this year. <laughs> That's right. how you would have to do it. Um, oh god. Well, and so Dallas, they need a backup offensive tackle unless they start resign Cameron Fleming, which I think he may get a chance to start again next year. If they don't resign Lawrence, there are good edge rushers available, and even if they don't, even if they do, they're going to need some life on the other spot because Taco's been bad, like we talked about. And uh, Randy Gag- Gregory, Gregory can't stay off the weed, but Shaq Barrett's available, Brandon Graham, Dante Fowler. But well, there's good edge rushers available. Um, and they also need a second wide receiver, too. So, you, you know, Golden Tate catching a bunch of short passes, Tyrell Williams. I like Adam Humphreys here also. He's a lot better than Cole Beasley is. I also so see Michael Crabtree coming to Dallas as well, too, for like 
you know, one year, $9 million, that sort of thing. By the way, I would have no issue with that whatsoever because Crabtree would actually care and he would have somebody being able to throw him the ball because Dak Prescott is the greatest quarterback of all time. Good. And Dak Prescott is going to show everybody why he is amazing. I'm, the, very, I'm proud of you. It took you 35 minutes to, to start this. <laughs> but, I mean, come on. Dak is just, there's something special about the kid. There is something about the kid, about the kid man. <laughs> there is something special about him. Every time you watch him, you just know that in the fourth quarter, turn on the lights, it's Dak time. Mm-hmm. It's coming. Are yeah. you afraid of the Dak? Yeah, are you, exactly. Are you afraid the dark has nothing? Because Dak in the fourth quarter, he's just going to turn the lights on. Yeah, got him. Got him, coach. Like it. Yeah. We should make a sure of him holding like a little lighter, you know? Oh, dude. That would cool. be so cool. Or trademark. Yeah. Can we Let me call my, my bird lawyer up. Wait, uh, I only know you, bird law. Yeah. <laughs> do you have any other any other Dallas uh, takes or scathing opinions you need to get out of your heart? When it comes to the Cowboys? Uh, oh, actually, or, I was going to ask you who the best quarterback is in the NFC East, but I already know what the answer is going to be. Oh. It's that question from you. So I don't have any other questions for me. <laughs> wait, wait. No, no, no. Ask me the question. Who's the best quarterback in the NFC East? You know what, Matt? It's... It's uh, it's not that close. I'm gonna say Dak Prescott. Okay, good. He is the greatest quarterback of all time, easily top five in the NFL. I just don't understand why people just hate on Dak. Uh, the only thing I'm gonna hate on is the contract. Look, Dak, you know, Dak, take twenty million a year. Don't take, yeah, don't take, do tw- that. take twenty million a year. The only reason why they hate Dak is because they hate themselves. You know. Yeah, they hate him because they ain't him. Got him. <laughs> all right. So the next team we're gonna talk about is. Your are your is it is your are your one of the two? What it, uh, I like is your <laughs> next team we're going to talk about is your Philadelphia. Uh, yeah, I mean, your Pittsburgh Steelers. Yeah, like, what's Philadelphia? <laughs> yeah, I almost said like Pittsburgh 76ers. It's like, no, it's the Philadelphia Steelers, but it's actually the Pittsburgh Steelers. I thought you were about to like go on a, I don't know why, but for some reason, whenever you said Philadelphia, it was like a fresh Prince of Bel Air theme song. In West Philadelphia, born and raised. Yeah. Uh-huh. I thought for some reason you're going to go into that. No, no, not here. Not yeah. this time. So the, the Pittsburgh Steelers, they have recently re signed Tyson Alu Alu today. Ooh, Pretty big stuff. Big news. Big news. Former first round pick of your Jacksonville Jaguars. And he's like, a mediocre run stopper. So yeah, good job. Good for him to be a complete draft bust and then get a second contract with the Pittsburgh Steelers. It's nice. That's nice. that's good stuff. Yeah, because they're not going to sign Jesse James. Yeah, you believe that? Mm, I'm gonna have the other guy too, Vance McDonald. Yeah, but Jesse James is always like a solid guy. McDonald is always By the way, him, so. that also kind of makes me upset. So you just signed Jason Wynn. We probably could have gotten Jason Jesse James. Yeah, maybe so. I probably would have taken that. Yeah. I don't know why people are so on Jason Wynn. I just don't get it. Cowboys fans are weird. They are so bizarre. It's, it's loyalty, man. That's all this comes down to. The Ramos, the fact that they talk about Ramos still so much all the time, it's weird. All right, so I got to tell you this because I did make a New England Patriots fan extremely angry. Would you make him because, cry? Well, okay. So yes, I, yeah. It's like when I, yeah, well, a little bit. It's because I'm going to explain it to you just like I explained it to him. So Dallas Cowboys are America's team. Why are they America's team? Everybody, oh, yeah, they roll their eyes. They say, Taylor, you're stupid. What this comes down to is, People watch the Dallas Cowboys to watch them lose because all people want to do is make fun of them and talk smack about them. Nobody else watches any other team. I don't watch anybody else's team to watch them lose because I don't care about anybody else's team. But people care so much about the Dallas Cowboys that they tune into their games just to watch them lose. That's why they're America's team because no matter what, you are tuning in. 
Boom. There it is. Got him. I just, that was my two cents. Yeah, I left that left that bread the toaster a little bit too long there. <laughs> yeah. So then it was a toaster strudel. <laughs> shoot, dude, I've had one of those in forever. <laughs> I thought you'd like that. Yeah, maybe one day. So the Steelers have thirteen million dollars in cap space. Their free agents: Le'Veon Bell, don't need him. Ramon Foster, their left guard. Uh, Ryan Shazier, who they said they're going to try to bring back in some capacity, which He's- shouldn't be playing professional football. And then a bunch of nobodies, like, they're, they're, they have a bunch of free agents. I had no idea who any of them are. And I've watched, like, seven or eight Steelers games last year. No idea who any of these guys are at all. I think even, like, the super diehard uh, Steelers fans are. They probably don't even know who half those guys are. They're a bunch of just, like, computer-generated names that the simulation created for us. I'll be honest. When it comes to the Ryan Chazier thing, he better not ever see the field again. If I, like, see him take the field, I'll probably turn it off. Like, you know, you immediately switch channels and be like, I'm not watching that. Yeah. Like, you just under, like, something is just going to go wrong. And that's just, just not how. Just be glad you can walk again. Exactly. <laughs> like, why? What are you doing? I get you love the game. There the Steelers are going to take care of you for a couple of years. Store that money away. Be smart about it. You'll be fine. You'll be fine. Don't do and go back on that field. Just don't do it. If he, if he goes, Matt, if he does it, it I'll, I'll turn it off. It reminds me of that uh, Tony Soprano quote. It's like, Every day is a gift. It doesn't mean it has to be a pair of socks. Oh that's Ryan Shazier. That's Ryan Shazier, but also a.k.a. Tony Soprano. Yeah. So that's a quote from, it just reminds me. Yeah, the Michael Scott thing. <laughs> <laughs> I should, I should uh, make that, but I don't know how to. Oh, God. Um, their only potential cut, they have two, Joe Hayden for $10 million, but their secondary is bad, so they're probably going to they're gonna have to keep on paying that much. Oh, yeah. And then Morgan Burnett, he's their strong safety, or their free safety. He's not that great. Um, they cut him for $3.6 million. And they can trade Antonio Brown. So like, the weird thing with the Brown trade, looks like they're going to trade him, is that they trade him before June 1st. And they would only save $1.45 million in cap space. But they trade him before June 1st. They can get draft picks for this draft cycle coming up to be able to make the team better for this year, for 2019. Or they could trade him after June 1st and save $15 million in cap space. But they would get draft picks for 2020. Free agencies already been picked clean. Like the benefit that you get from it, I don't know. I think it'd be better to try to get first round pick this year for Brown. Maybe a first round pick or a second round pick for next year, and that sort of thing. Regardless of the the big difference in the cap savings that you have for this year. All right. So I also wanted to talk about the Steelers just for the drama. Did you hear what the GM said? No, I did not. All right. Dude, what do you what do you look up, man? I look up the reality TV stuff. You must just look up stats. God, do you you're know so what I've been looking up lately. What have you been looking <laughs> up? Oh, wait, wait, wait. Do I want to know what you've been looking up? Uh probably not. So All right, what have you been looking up? I was so whenever I got done hiking Big Ben two weeks ago, I was, you know, sitting at the restaurant there and waiting to get picked up. And you know, if you ever hike there, the restaurant, they have a soup and salad bar in the mornings. Okay. They have beets there. They got oh, chicken okay. soup. They have broccoli cheese soup. They got they got beets in the salad bar. It's really good, and I ate like three bowls of soup and like two salads. Okay, so I'm sitting there cross-legged, imagining I'm on like a terrace in Paris, and I'm looking at this beautiful rock. I'm looking at like the layers in the rock and everything. I'm like, you know, I think this rock is really beautiful, but I think it'd be a lot more beautiful if I knew where that rock came from, like how it was developed and that sort of thing. And so I've been reading uh, a geology textbook, and I'm like 50 pages into it. And uh, it's very interesting, and I'm learning about rocks right now, so that's what I've been looking at. 
Okay, I'm <laughs> I'm really like I have nothing to say to that. Pretty cool, right? I feel like the only way that this work is this is why I tell girls all the time too. They love it. That's what I was gonna ask. The only reason why I feel like you'd be reading a geology book is if you're doing it like at a Barnes and Nobles where you have like a cup of coffee. You're sitting there reading a geology book, hoping that a girl just comes up. Oh, are you, are you needing a seat? Oh, yeah, yeah, sure, you could take it. Sure, sure, yeah. You, would you like to join me? And this I is a terrible. Even this, this is probably wor- this. This uh, fantasy is worse than the reality. <laughs> the reality is like I read it like an hour before I go to bed, um, and so I highlight like, stuff I don't know, and I go back and you know look it up the next day. No, that's not. Wait, <laughs> I mean like my situation was so much better than the reality. No, this is one. better. Wait, how? <laughs> you just like went to the library and like checked out a book, and then you returned it to the library. That was your story. No, like I'm, I don't know. I'm reading a book. <laughs> like I don't know. I think trying to pick up girls reading a geology textbook has to be the worst way to pick up girls. All right, you know what? I'm gonna go back to right, my. I, book. That's yeah. the wrong way to say it. talk to women. Oh god. <laughs> See, I'm woke. You're. I'm. I'm going home. All right. So going back to the Steelers here, it was because their GM, he he came out and he actually confirmed Antonio Brown. He came out and he was like, "Yeah, so I'm sorry that Big Ben has to." take care of 52 kids out there but that's just how it goes big ben's our guy so you just you just made the other 52 guys less of human beings than big ben you called grown men kids and everyone's just gonna sit back and say yeah yeah we're we're children we need a spanking from big ben here and there that's the worst thing i've ever heard somebody say and also Big Ben is just, he just complains. Yeah. That's why people want to play for Tom Brady. It's because at least if Tom is yelling at you, he's not doing it to the media. Yeah. He's really not. Like, he'll yell at you on the field. He'll pull maybe like a Phillip Rivers where you're just screaming at him. But he's not going to do it to the media. And I think that's really like the big difference here. It's why I feel like Aaron Rodgers is the douchebag because the guys just call them out when if you make a bad play, Nobody else is calling you out. Yeah, It just, I don't know, man. It just did not sit well with me. And I feel like for next year, this is why I bring it up and why they're the most intriguing team to me. It's going to blow up in their face. I just, I, we're going to have a repeat of a season of this year where I feel like they are going to miss the playoffs again. And if they miss the playoffs, I feel like your only fixture here is to fire Mike Tomlin. Yeah, yeah, I, I think I would have fired him after this last season. Yeah, exactly. One, because I mean, there are two, there are two talents to make to miss the playoffs, and two, like everything that's gone, you know, like everything to have Bell and have Brown, and you only get one really good year out of them to yeah. lose the, to get beat by the Patriots in the AFC title game, regardless, and get stomped, and then to not make the playoffs last year was inexcusable. Like you can't lose to Oakland. Yeah, like, I understand just, Roethlisberger can't find the extra machine. You can't lose to Oakland. Um, it's like so what I said like, about the backup, though. They've never had a backup, which makes no sense. Well, they drafted Mason Rudolph in the second, third round two years ago, but he was hurt this year. Or he's a, He was a rookie last year, but he was hurt. So they had to start the guy from Tennessee, Josh Dobbs or whatever, and he was bad. Uh, but so without Bell, they trade Brown. Do you think they have the talent to still be a playoff team this year? No. Actually, I don't, only because my question to you that I was going to bring up, they're going to trade Antonio Brown. That's just my go-to. That's what I feel like they're going to do. They have to get rid of him because he's a cancer to the team at this point. Even if people, even if he was just confirmed on what he said, you still have to get rid of him because he doesn't want to play there. So now it comes down to, is Juju going to be the guy? 
I mean, he is it, the guy. But is he going to be able to be the guy without the same type of coverages? I think because so. Are you sure? He, now yeah. he's going to be seeing the double I coverage mean, that Antonio has well, been able to see and Antonio has been able to kind of perform still. Is Juju going to be able to do the same? You're not giving that much credit to Antonio because he was always double coverage, and you gave all the credit to Juju because he was on your fantasy team. That's not true. Oh, you know I think Juju for sure is good enough to be the number one receiver, but the question for them is that uh, they did draft James Washington in the first round last yeah. year, and like he didn't do anything all last year, and like the Steelers Big are ben so yelled at him. That's yeah. what he did. He yelled at him at. This just goes back to that's did what he, he actually wanted. yell at him. Yeah, he was yelling at him on the field, and he even yelled at him in practice, and he called him out to the <laughs> media. <laughs> like this is what I'm talking about. He's probably yelling at him right now. Yeah, exactly. Why do you want to? That's it's just. But uh, the Steelers are so good at scouting wide receivers. I agree. With you know even Martavis Bryant, Eli Rogers, and uh, Antonio Brown, and San Antonio Holmes, and you know you just go back to the history of forever with Roethlisberger. They've been able to find really great wide receivers for him, and so like I think he's gonna be good because he's a Steelers wide receiver. And so like even though we're having this conversation about Juju Smith and can he be an M wide receiver, I think so for sure. I think even if, even if he bracket him, he can still get open. They can do, still do things to get him open. But also I think uh, I think Washington's gonna be good also. Mainly just because it's the Steelers wide receiver and they're all good. And he had some good like jump ball catches last year too. Yeah, I just feel like though, even though I agree with the weapons that they are gonna have, it's just still gonna be a, a crappy locker room to be in. Yeah. It's just not gonna be a fun time. The media is still gonna be down their throats. Especially I'll put it to you this way. Even if they train Antonio Brown, what if he balls out somewhere else? I mean he's going to. Uh if he goes to the Jets, are you sure about that? Come on, man. It's like what I said. He's going to be like seven passes for 70 yards. Nobody's going to care about that. I think he's good enough to even do more than that, even with Sam Darnold. And Darnold had some pretty good games last year. Oh, yeah, Matt? Um, So you're a Sam Darnold fan now? Yeah, I am. Oh, yeah? Where would you rank him in the quarterback list? I mean, he's not Jeff Allen. (laughs) Jeff Allen? Who's (laughs) Jeff Allen? The pass rusher for Kentucky. Oh. But even he's Josh Allen. <laughs> God, there has to be a Jeff Allen out there. Uh, I mean, he's not Josh Allen, you know? Yeah, exactly right. Yeah. Either way, uh, Matt, nobody nobody wants you to. You know, so Brown last year, this is what they're replacing they, whenever they trade him. 104 catches, 168 targets, 1,257 yards, and 12.5 yards of reception. Good That's job. what they're having to replace by trading him. They're not going to replace that. Uh, and like, no also, matter what you tell me with Washington, it's just you're not going to replace that. Yeah. And also, some of the catches that he made for touchdowns were absolutely ridiculous. Yeah. I remember the one where it's like the double coverage, and he like slid and caught the ball. And I go, that's why he's in the top. Like, yeah. That's why everybody says he's in the top receiver core because he makes catches like that with two guys on him. I'm not sure about Juju. I think he's good. I don't get me wrong. It's just. I mean, the biggest problem the Steelers had on. on offense was. Roethlisberger couldn't throw the ball downfield anymore. He just kept missing. He was either short or or he overthrew everything. Like he lost his deep ball touch as the year went on. But that's also what you and I kind of talked about with Drew Brees and your kind of point where you feel like he threw his arm out. So it's very similar to Big Ben. He's getting he just up. Mi- yeah, but like but he's going to get up there in age, and he's still going to throw the ball fifty times. Yeah, eventually that's not going to be good. Because do you think Connors is better than Bell? I mean, you don't need Bell. You sure? Yeah. I'm not thing, so sure about I this the big, anymore. The biggest question, though, for him is that, you know, Foster's 31. He's a free agent. And I think they're probably giving him, like, a two-year deal. Mike Munchak's not there at all anymore. He left. And so they have their offensive line coach. And 
I mean, the biggest the biggest problem they have was one all this like weird mistakes, the weird turnovers they had. And on defense, they had one of the best pass rushes in football, but they were still uh, 18th in pass defense DVOA. Like their pass defense should have been a lot better than what it was. This is their secondary is bad, and even with their great pass rush, they couldn't. They didn't have a very, they didn't have a great pass defense. And I think that was like their biggest problem. Like there's not very many good cornerbacks this year. Like sign Steven Nelson, who knows, whatever. And then I don't know. You're just kind of like the the rookie strong safety they drafted wasn't very good this year. And so I don't really see their secondary getting much better too. And so you're having to put Roethlisberger in a situation where he has to throw the ball 50 times a game because the secondary is bad. And like, how much longer do you think he has left? Do you think he lasts longer than Eli Manning now? No matter what, I feel like if you bring Eli Manning back, you're dumb. They're going to. Like, well, They're going to draft somebody in the first round. They're I know. Bring Eli back. I know, but it would be one year for Eli. Yeah. Like, I just don't see that. And maybe and w- even six weeks for Eli. Yeah, that's true, too. But when it comes to Big Ben, the only reason why he would be able to lose before Eli is because of injuries. Yeah. Like, if he gets hit in a good spot and he just goes <laughs> yeah. down. But he, you can't hurt him. Are you sure about that? You can hurt him if you can't find the x-ray machine. Yeah, he's unbelievable. Ooh. He's like a he's an elephant that has, like, eight tranquilizers in his butt and just still won't go down. <laughs> why does he have eight tranquilizers in his butt now? I mean, I don't know. That's what he got. He's eight. <laughs> That's what he's got. He just happens. He put, you make it nine. He still won't go down. Yeah, just reminds me of the Beethoven movie, where like that one guy, the evil scientist, had the eight tranquilizers go into him at the very end. I remember. But they him. went into his chest. By the way, I was thinking about that scene, and it's like you killed a guy at the end of a children's movie, and nobody says anything. Do they even make children's movies anymore? No, not like that. Because whenever you watch children's movie nowadays, they're just loud. There's oh, no I know. They're so annoying. Yeah, and like it's all about this humor. And by the way, so Megan and I were talking about this as well. The children's shows where we grew up with, even though I know you weren't a big like Disney or anything like that type yeah, of show. Not, I uh, I live in I grew up in an apartment, Taylor. We didn't watch <laughs> oh, Disney Channel. God. All right. Yeah, yeah, sorry. I lived in a white suburban yeah. area. My, you watched Disney Channel. My fault. Yeah. But either way, those shows at least have like lessons. Where if you did something bad, like if there was like a drinking episode in Boy Meets World, you were just like, oh, man, Sean was a bad guy that time. <laughs> and so there was like life lessons in this. And the shows these days, there's no life lessons. It's just loud. It's just loud and obnoxious stuff. But there's no like teaching. Yeah. There's nothing. Yeah. You know, the problem I think is, you know, I think is from this generation coming up. What do you think? So, you know, we had Halo 2, you know, cool stuff. You oh, know? God. Mine Shotguns, is so much better than swords, yours. My theory is better. Rocket launchers, blood. Fortnite's stupid. It's annoying. It's obnoxious. I can't believe. Okay, I agree. It, I can't believe there's I'm grown men that play Fortnite. The game's bad. It's annoying. It's dumb. Every time I go over there, they, they just, every time I go to my family's house, my young brother's just playing Fortnite. I just yell at them and pick a new game, and they just, no, it's just only Fortnite. That's it. By all the way, the time. so uh, I, I was reading something the other day, and it was like a guy talking to like his five-year-old cousin, and he and he was watching, the kid was watching videos of Fortnite, because that's also what people do these days, which I don't get, is they're just watching like other kids yeah. play these video games, and the guy was like, why are you watching the guy play the video game? Couldn't you be playing the video game yourself? 
And then the kid looked at the guy and was like, why do you watch guys play football? Couldn't you be playing football yourself? Yeah, got and him. And it was like, wow. That was, got him. That was kind of, but I don't feel like that's the same thing. It's, I feel like I if, mean, you're watching a guy, thing. if you're watching a guy sitting down in a seat playing but, a video game, yeah, it's like, a little people, some different. Some people are better at video games than other people. I agree with that. You and know? by the way, I watched a video game tournament before. Don't get me wrong. I mean, some of it's pretty badass. <laughs> like, I'm not that I missed the wrong word. Uh, oh. It's uh, pretty. It's bad. It's, Freaking A, right? No, it's not. Like, <laughs> we're not talking about this. The cussing isn't the problem. It's using that word to describe it. I think uh, oh, that's what I, it is. I can uh, respect how good they are at it. It's, I don't know if I respect that. I don't know. Because that's honestly, when I watched a documentary. Calling it cool, though, isn't the right word either. I said bad A. Yeah, but th- yeah, you, it's not cool, though. I mean, some of the things they do. I mean, it's pretty impressive. All right. Well, fine. (laughs) (laughs) All right. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we'll talk about our last team for tonight. And we're back. Uh, Make sure to hit that subscribe button as we get ready to talk about your San Francisco 49ers, the fourth and final team for our most intriguing teams for the 2019 offseason. I'm going home. I'm really excited for this. I'm very excited. I don't even understand this. Uh, I, I'm just going to let well, you go. No, 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 no. You could just go on and on about this team. Go ahead, Matt. You know how many games I'm going to watch at the 49ers are you, next year? Are you, are you intrigued by the Neapolis Colts right now? Okay. You know See, what? just give me a all second. Right, all, right, all, right, all right, all right, all right. I'll give you a second. All, all, right, you a second. all right, little mama, just let me whisper in your ear for a <laughs> <Yeah>. second. <laughs> <laughs> so the San Francisco 49ers last year, they won 1.8 less games than expected. They had the least amount of turnovers forced. They forced seven turnovers all year. They gave the ball away 32 times, the second most turnovers last year. They had turnover differential of negative 25. That was the worst in football. They went three and six in one-score games. They played the 10 toughest schedule last year. They suffered injuries to their starting quarterback, Jimmy Garoppolo. They're starting running back, Matt Burita. <laughs> yeah, keep going. And they had an awful year last year. What are you year. talking about? There's like four other running backs on that oh, list. I mean, yeah, I, <laughs> yeah, I can't remember them all. Going, I know you going. know them all because you picked up each one of them in fantasy <laughs> Each one of them in fantasy. Name, name the rest of them for me. I don't think I got Hold on. I got nothing. Yeah. I know I got Burita because Burita is the one that I stuck with more than anything. I know you had the one that broke his arm. He didn't play for very long. I don't even know. Jarek McKinnon, who they are wanting Jarek to... Jarek McKinnon tours he, ACL. He's tours ACL and, he, and he's wanting to play again. And by the way, Mike Shanahan... Yeah, see, see, you know what? Kyle Shanahan. Oh, Kyle Shanahan. I'm sorry. It's Mike not 1996 anymore. I'm sorry, man. I'm so back in the day. But Kyle Shanahan, he said Jarek McKinnon is his boy. He yeah. says that he's going to be the starter, and that's why they brought him in. So he's still excited. He does not like Brita. Like, I, I don't Brita, I was looking at the numbers. Like, today. he doesn't like him at all. He averaged 5.3 yards in attempt. <laughs> the only, McKinnon would average 5.3 yards in attempt. The only thing is, though, Brita breaks. Oh, my. After yeah, every single problem. play, he's out. And it's because it's an ankle, it's a knee, it's a shoulder. He's out. I'm pretty sure, though, they popped his shoulder like twice in the same game Ooh, in the place. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I know. So, the reason why I'm saying all this is that the 49ers had an awful year last year. Now, I think even if Garoppolo was healthy, like, it was bad luck. They you yeah, know, had talent. It was a, yeah, you can't really blame them. Uh, I still think they would have been bad last year. Don't get me wrong. Oh. I think they would have been, like, a six-win team or a seven-win... Probably seven-win team of Garoppolo uh, was, was healthy. 500. Cause yeah, because their defense yeah. was so bad. But yeah. this year, so they have a, their first-round pick, the number two overall pick, yeah. the 32nd overall pick in the second round. Uh, they have their third, their fourth. They have two six-round picks. They're seven. They have $69 million in cap space. 
They released Earl Mitchell, Pierre Garcon, uh, Gary, uh, they, uh, Jerry, I don't know that says. I know it's Gilliam. He used to play for the Seahawks. He's not very good at all. They franchise tag Robbie Gold. I think it's Gary. I don't know. It looks yeah. like Jenny, but it's not Jenny. Jenny, Jenny, who can I turn to? A Gary Gillian, I guess. <laughs> I, he plays for Seattle. He's bad. Um, so they have a lot of cap space. They have a lot of chances to improve on this defense. Last year was like a year from hell for them. Also, I think the NFC West, I think the Ram, um, the Rams aren't going to be as good as they were this year as they're going to be next year. Yeah, I don't think so either. Uh, the Cardinals are going to probably be bad again. I was about to say, they're if you say gonna, they're going to be good, They're I not going to be fun like they were this year. Oh, God. Right. what does that even mean? <laughs> what does that even mean? 2018 was a one-time thing. That doesn't... <laughs> Look, we'll always have that summer together, okay? Oh, so look fondly upon... And then I think you know I think Seattle is the favorite in this division as of right now, but I do think San Francisco, if they have a great offseason, they could be you know a ten win team, a playoff team this year, uh, because of all the opportunities available to them. Also, I think they could trade Nick Mullins at least for a third pick if they wanted to, and keep Beat Hard as their backup. Um, Beat Hard's a good backup. Yeah. And by the way, they should trade one of the two and get I at agree. least another third. May, they may be even able to get a second round pick for Mullins because he was good last Mullins year. Mullins is solid. Yeah. And I mean, who doesn't need a quarterback these Everybody days? Everybody needs a quarterback. And when it comes or to. They can wait until, you know, August when somebody gets hurt, trade Mullins then, get a second round pick out of him. And that's true because whoever drafts Kyle Murray, yeah, he'll be hurt by the third week of NFL. So. Okay. I have a tirade real fast. Okay. <laughs> I'm really upset about this. <laughs> All right. What do you got? I hate. So, like, I don't watch basketball at all, and the pro- and this is the problem with basketball. The basketball doesn't matter. Nobody watches the games. Yeah. What's interesting about basketball is what may happen next year or yeah. the free agency class of 2023 or the 16-year-old phenom. It's never about the game itself. It's about, oh, he liked this Instagram post yeah. and started following this person on Twitter. I was on Twitter today, and somebody was like, Josh Rosen deleted every one of his photos having to do with the Arizona Cardinals. It's like, no, we're not doing this. The NFL is not the NBA. We're not doing this. We're not starting these petty wars. We're not caring about the social media stuff. Who cares what Le'Veon Bell says? Who cares that Antonio? Who cares Antonio Brown liked a tweet that uh, that George Kittle sent him? Who cares that Patrick Peterson wants him to go to Arizona? It doesn't matter. We're not doing this. This is the NFL. It's not the NBA. We can't let it happen. Uh, but yeah, regardless. Yeah, it really upset me. <laughs> okay. I'm I so know, upset. I'm, okay. I'm glad that you shared that with us today. <sighs> now, I'm going to say I don't understand your tirade only because it'll never turn in that way. There's too many guys. It can't. There's too many guys. I'm just saying, but let's not. That's let's, why the NBA, they are ruining themselves because you are giving these guys too much power or you're paying them $100 million and their egos are so inflated that they could care less about the game. That's why the NBA cannot gain more popularity than the NFL because the players don't care as much. Yeah, The NFL, you're expecting guys to really go out there and essentially almost kill each other. Yeah, And when it comes to NBA, all you hear now is, oh, I don't like that guy. Oh, I'm going to be traded. I don't like this team. It sucks. Oh, my feelings are hurt. Yeah, I want to go sucks. play with him. I want to go play with them. Let's team up together. 
it's so fragile. All these guys if, are weak. If and it's because of LeBron James, <laughs> the weakest-minded superstar of all yeah. time. Oh, like, God, like the is... Lakers. I am watching the NBA right now just to watch him lose. Here's my tirade. LeBron is going down. Good. I like how being an NBA rider now is just like riding for J14. Because yeah. it's just all gossip the entire time. But yeah, let's not let's not try to make it happen. It's just not going to happen. But I enjoy gossip. I mean, Gossip Girl, XLX. Yeah, well, all right. So also, I, the 49ers could trade for Antonio Brown. They could give up like their 2020 first-round pick. They give their second-round pick this year. They could take on his entire salary. They could even extend it. They could make it all guaranteed like Antonio Brown wants. They could do whatever happened to make it needs to happen because they don't have a wide receiver. Like Marquise Goodwin was really good last year. He's okay. George Kittle is really good, but they need a true number one wide receiver. They're not going to find them in this free agency class. And with the number two overall pick, you're not going to do that. Um, like I, I love DeForest Buckner. Solomon Thomas in his career, he was their third overall pick two years ago. He has, you know, four sacks in his career. <laughs> he had uh, yeah. he had like 11 quarterback hits last year. Not very, not good at all. Uh, and then also, you know, they drafted Ruben Foster. He now plays for Washington. He had the domestic abuse uh, abuse charges. I don't know if I said that right. Probably but, not, uh, but it's probably okay. Probably not. Hashtag yeah, so me he, too. He doesn't play for them at all. He plays for Washington because I like and I like Washington knowing they're evil and just going all in on it uh, too. But they need they need talent in the front seven. They need another pass rusher. So like they're what they need. That hope happens for Arizona is that Arizona takes Kyler Murray because then they can take Quentin Williams. And then if they why would Arizona take Kyler Murray? I don't know. But that's, I'm just saying, I'm not saying they're going to. I'm saying that's what the 49ers would have happened. And then if that doesn't happen, they can take Nick Bosa. They're going to have Buckner, and they're going to have a top two you know, defensive lineman from this class. And, like, that's a good front seven. Then you have all this free agency money. Go sign Earl Thomas, maybe. Uh, go Earl see Thomas what, is coming to Cowboys. Just stop. Go, like, uh, Earl Thomas you, is hey, going you missed, to Dallas you Cowboys. What do you mean we missed our chance? Or He's going to come to us. Maybe, maybe Richard okay. Sherman's trying to get him to come Yeah, there. and you know what Sherman even admitted? Yeah, you want to talk about gossip that you don't look at? Taylor looks at the gossip. This is what he found. Sherman even admits that if Earl Thomas and the 49ers and the Cowboys were to offer him the same contract, he's coming to the Cowboys. But the 49ers can offer him more. 49ers, are they going to offer him more? They can. Are they? They could. I don't think they are. I don't know. He's going to the Cowboys. Uh, guess who was second on the 49ers in targets last year? I don't know. Kendrick Bourne. It's I don't, I don't, number one is George Kittle. They really need a wide receiver this year. Yeah. But they really need one. But I heard reports that they're not even interested in Antonio. Uh, I don't know. I mean, who knows? And here's the thing. Okay, let me ask you this. If you're this... First of all, I was going to ask you this last segment. Do you think the Steelers are going to make the playoffs next year? I... Uh, they have the talent, too. But I would say no just because of everything else going on. Okay. So now my next question to you is, if you're the 49ers, what do you what would you trade for Antonio? Would you uh, give up just your 32nd, or would you do the second pick? No, you don't give up the second this year. You would give them your second-round pick this year and your first-round pick next year. So you would give up the, oh, you're saying second yeah. round this year and then first next year? I don't know if they would do that. Well, I don't know what else they're going to get. I mean, that's what you start off and then see what happens from there. Give them Solomon Thomas, too. Who cares? <laughs> yeah, that's throw in throw in free sodas for a year in the yeah. machine. <laughs> <laughs> you get a bunch of blue jeans. <laughs> yeah, who doesn't love that? But you know what? When it comes to 49ers, I have no interest in them. 
I feel like they are going to have the exact same bad luck, and I also feel bad for Kyle Shanahan. This team is not going to stay healthy, Matt. They're, every single person on this team breaks. Health usually varies year to year. So I think they're going to be healthy this year. Yeah? I think, yeah, I think they're... Uh-huh. They have the potential to have an offseason where they can win 10 games next year. 10 games next year. You want to play some money on that? Well, I have to see what their offseason looks like first. No, 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 no. You just said confidently that there are. I said they have the potential to. You said confidently. I think we should make a bet on this. After the offseason, we can. I bet your life. Uh, Yeah. Hell yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Hell yeah, dude. Uh, So, yeah, those are the the four most intriguing teams we have for this offseason. The. Dallas Cowboys, Pittsburgh Steelers, San Francisco 49ers, Indianapolis Colts. A free agency always begins like March 16th area, spring break. Woo, can't wait. Uh, What are you going to be doing, Padre Island? No. Are we going to do the show in Padre Island? No. Let's do the show in Padre Island. Nope. I feel like we should do it. I'm going to be sitting in my desk looking outside, thinking about it. Padre Island, let's go. Nah, I may go. I may go swim the river. I don't know. But yeah, free agency is going to start in three weeks, so we have more time to talk more about the off season. And the combine begins uh, tomorrow, actually. So, anyways, thank you for listening to the show. We'll have more off season podcasts as the year goes on. My name is Matt Weston. Thank you for listening, to Bob Red Radio. Thank you for being on tonight, Taylor. Hey man, I'm going to go see How to Train Your Dragon too. <laughs> Great.